I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Hello, I'm Raul, and uh, this is Catch Wrestling Alliance, where we keep real wrestling alive. And so I wanted to kind of talk about some interesting match that happened in one championship uh, just a couple days ago in Singapore, I believe it was. Um, and also, too, we're trying out some something a little different. Um, I wanted to try uh, maybe a different uh, format here. So we're going to try to do some picture-in-picture stuff. Um, I want to basically, I'm just going to try to improve just the overall visual quality for you guys. Um, So anyway, back to the point. Um, We had a match between the really popular jujitsu practitioner and MMA fighter. He's been been fighting for for years and years in Japan, um, Shinya Aoki. And he had an MMA match um, against uh, James Nakashima, who is an American, and he grew up, I believe, in Nebraska. And um, he ended up, you know, wrestling University of Nebraska. Um, he's also really high level, uh, basically Division One uh, wrestler. So that means he also uh, did, like, basically he also trained with Jordan Burroughs as well. So um, that's the thing. So then he had a match with Shinya Aoki, who's basically known as a jiu-jitsu practitioner. Uh, even though he does MMA, he um, like you know, he's still able to kind of tie people up and then submit them. Right? Um, they did have in the past, they had like a grappling match between Aoki and uh, Gary Tonnen. Uh, ultimately, Tonnen won that one, but... Um, you know, it was there was no striking involved, right? So this one has striking involved, so that's kind of one thing to take take into consideration. Um, but with that being said, uh, Nakashima he uh, was trying to punch, and Aoki was able to get under those punches. And uh, well, let's get let's go ahead and show you. I want to try to do this picture in picture thing here. Um, let's see if we can make it happen for you guys. And uh, Hopefully, uh, let's see. Okay. Okay, so punching, and then Aoki is able to get double unders and then basically take the back, right? So taking the back there, and this is actually what we would call like top ride, but you'd also see this in um, like... Uh, where we like if you're going for what people call the twister jiu-jitsu people call it twister now but often it's called guillotine or wrestler's guillotine um all right so that is actually really good leg position to keep someone in so that you can keep the back so you don't necessarily need to have uh 
like both hooks in or even like a body triangle to still keep that kind of position where you're kind of on the back. Uh, you're able to just stand up if you want, but um, you can do both there. All right, so Aoki's still on the back there. Nice, and he's gonna transition. It looks like, yeah, right there, he's transitioned to the body triangle. Um, but the thing is, Nakashima was kind of holding on to the wrist, and he was able to hang on. But once, look, so this is the other thing I wanted to kind of point out. You have the, you basically had Aoki doing a modified version of a, uh, of a, uh, of a rear naked choke there. And so it ended up being more of a neck crank because if you can see, or if you've noticed, um, Nakashima's head was turned completely to the side, right? So, so Aoki was, ended up getting him to turn this way. And then this is really different from uh, the, the, the Conor McGregor uh, Khabib fight where, so in, in this match, Aoki versus Nakashima, Aoki basically basically punched this way and turned turned the head that way, right? In the Khabib match, Khabib came forward and then Connor's head was towards this way, right? And he tapped that. This is actually much less painful than than this way. Right? So you see how it's already just cranking my neck this way. So um, I believe that Nakashima was in a lot of discomfort. Um, uh yes yeah so let me sensei emmett yes this is live so yeah feel free to ask questions and stuff um but let me get to it real um uh, just in a couple minutes all right so i believe that nakashima was in a lot of pain right and then so this was like actually more of like a neck crank submission than um than like a choke right so so that's why i wanted to kind of talk about it where it's like um this this is what you say maybe someone can say like this more like a hybrid kind of style uh that aoki has and that was able to beat nakashima's more of a amateur wrestling base i do want to say that um according to his bio uh nakashima did spend time studying uh, traditional jujitsu where he's from in the midwest um so you don't want to say that like he's complete novice, but he's definitely considered to be more of uh, an American amateur wrestler. Um, so that's why I kind of wanted to point it out. So his, his background would be that way. So, and also in his, his other fights, he's been able to, um, like he's, he's, he was actually undefeated really until recently. Right. So he's, he's only suffered uh, a few losses, um, Actually, just what th these are like his two losses, if, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, right? So um, he, he's actually done very, very well. Um, but what we see is like when you have someone that has more of a flexible mindset, and I guess this, this is kind of my point is that if someone coming from a catch wrestling background should be a little bit more flexible in the mindset as opposed to someone. And it's completely my opinion, someone who just does the amateur wrestling and then tries to incorporate that into their, their like incorporate the jujitsu into their style, right? So, um, and so again, it, 
throwing punches also kind of uh, mixes it up a little bit. So it kind of makes it a little bit more risky. Um, and I, you saw that Aoki was able to get underneath those punches, get that body lock, and then set up ultimately that neck crank. Uh, that It was basically like a face lock, really. So once you get the rear naked choke position where you got their neck cranked, that is what we would call a face lock. So uh, Aoki ended up winning by face lock. But they're probably just going to call it a rear naked choke or whatever. Um, so in a way, I would kind of say it's like you can kind of see where uh, someone who's incorporating some catch wrestling type of movements uh, was able to beat a really good amateur wrestler. Um, so hopefully Nakashima can learn from this and uh, uh, just improve because he's at, he was already doing actually very, very well. He, I think he only has two losses now total. Um, and so I'm sure they're, they're just going to keep keep him fighting in one championship because uh, that's kind of what they do. And I, that's kind of what I like about them is like they try to um, they try to really like build up the all their fighters and they try to make make it so that you kind of know who they are um so that's why i know about his background so it's not just it's not just like them saying it or uh it's like they they kind of they keep bringing it up and they kind of keep introducing uh like all the players to the audience and i think that's something that uh ufc isn't doing as much um and so then sometimes i think people don't care as much of about some of the fights and it's like there's only a few like breakout stars that are cared about but you know it's like again even one championship isn't perfect at this but i see them trying more often to introduce all the different fighters to the audience and i think that's very very important um also too if you guys follow our social media you know i'm trying to uh get more clips of all these different um uh grapplers that we've had and compete in our tournaments so that um uh, so that you guys can kind of uh, see not only like examples of, of you know pretty good catch wrestling, uh, but also see who these people are. So that's why sometimes I'll I'll even have like Anthony Pacheck on, and we'll do a, a dialogue back and forth. Um, so that's why I'm trying to get people to to, to know who these uh, legit people are, and um, also to see the the real thing. All right, yeah, keep on asking your questions, um, and keep on commenting um sensei emmett again so main question you wanted to ask for a while is where you can get a copy of farmer burns book yeah it's it's available um online um but usually the yeah so like sword tune replied to you saying uh, lessons in wrestling and physical culture it exists on the online library archives because that that was um like that was what farmer burns mailed out to people and um so that, that's all available online you can also i'm sure yeah it's like i ended up getting gifted a, a copy of like basically someone just printed them all out and made a paperback book and um and just put that out so someone gave that to me i did i i know uh, someone who actually has all the original papers that got mailed out by farmer burns um, so I've, I've seen those and I've held those and I looked through those, but you, you don't need to, you don't need to look through that because it, they've all been photocopied and, uh, put into a book for you. So, um, so don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's totally fine. I don't know about the, the other book, the book that I usually use, the, the life's work of farmer burns, that one, 
Um, I don't. I'm sure if you look for it, I'm sure there'd be some. Well, I think I looked for it one time. It was available for like a hundred dollars, like on Amazon. Um, yes, I believe so. But you know, things are always changing. I'm sure maybe if someone else had a copy, they um, they could they could put it up. Yeah, maybe if I maybe I can make a photo. Actually, I have the I happen to have the book right next to me. So mine is all. So this this was a gift. It was given to me by someone who found it. Um, you know, when they're looking around all these old antique shops and stuff. So you can see mine is like like torn up, like pretty bad. And this, this is basically how it was given to me, except for um, you know I put all the the papers in there, but it, or like look for note taking and stuff because I don't want to write in it or anything. It's already it's already very worn. So, but I did see that someone had some some kind of copy of it. You can see that. some kind of copy of it online. Um, so, so, so it's available somehow. <laughs> uh, so maybe I can you know, say like uh, I used to when I was uh, in school. I used to work at a like a, their the school's version of like a Kinkos or like a copy store, and uh, um, so I ended up copying a lot of books, right? So because. Cause they're so expensive right so anyway maybe i can see if i can get a copy of this this one you know this one does have well what it what it does and and like so it has a lot of extra things but you um you also have like a lot of pictures in the back here right and a lot of them actually the majority i believe are in the farmer burns physical culture uh mailing so uh, at least picture-wise, so you see here, picture-wise, a lot of these pictures are just reproduced in this book uh, that came from uh, the stuff that Farmer Burns mailed out. So you could you could definitely get the majority of these pictures. There's some like personal pictures of him, like I think there's like some like a poster and stuff in here um, that is not in the physical culture printings. But it's really like not too much different. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's stuff like this. Like these kind of posters. I believe that this is kind of unique to this book, if I remember correctly. And like you'll see like a Farmer Burns when he was acting in a I think he was in a play. So I don't think that's in the physical culture thing. So uh Maybe we'll kind of talk. Maybe I'll try to share more of those, at least the pictures and stuff. Um, yeah, I'll try. Maybe I'll try to share. I'll post those like on our social media, uh, so you guys can see that. So maybe on our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and stuff. So, uh, so you guys can at least see some of these things that are unique to um, this book that aren't aren't so readily available um, online. All right. So let's get to the next question. Raul, I so this is from Sword Tune. Raul, I have heard you mention the catch wrestling fundamentals that separates catch from hybrids of amateur wrestling and BJJ. What are those fundamentals exactly? So I've I've often, oh, okay. So you continue with your thing. So are they techniques or more like a way of approaching problems? Um, yes and yes. <laughs> so uh, there are specific techniques that are kind of characteristic of of catch wrestling and then again then the way you solve a problem so that's why i often talk about catch wrestling 
um, as it, as and we know it is its own style of wrestling. And um, so then I often refer to it or try to uh, uh, kind of let people or kind of use the example of a language, right? So uh, quite often people understand like the different romance languages. So you have like Spanish and French and Italian, Portuguese, it's uh, Romanian, and all that. So they're all kind of similar, right? So, um, uh, but they're you. They are they're different, right? They're different enough so that they're they are they own they are their own language, right? So even though they might share similar sounds, uh, similar grammar, um, and sometimes like like say like me because uh, I because uh, I can speak Spanish, often I can understand someone who's speaking Portuguese. Right, it often depends on their accent or whatever, or what they're talking about specifically. Because um, you know they'll so, so some of the words were, sound so similar to Spanish that I understand what they're saying. It, it doesn't mean I can respond, and that's that's kind of one of the difference. It doesn't mean I can respond in Portuguese, uh, but at least I know what they're saying. I can respond in Spanish, and if they can probably un, and and they probably have that same thing going back with regards to Spanish. Right. So, um, so it's like, there might be a familiarity, but they can't quite converse in that language. So hopefully that kind of, uh, makes my point a little bit more clear. So, uh, catch wrestling again, it evolved, uh, in the Northern part of England, right. In the Lancashire region. That's why it was often called, uh, Lancashire wrestling. And, um, again, it had a real emphasis of the pin. And then it got like the submissions a little bit more incorporated into it, but it had this way of doing things. I, I, I consider it kind of like a very British way of doing things. And it wasn't just like taking things here and there. Like sometimes people, uh, they'll ask me like, oh, is it, did it come from all the, the, the British uh, Navy bringing it? And it's like, well, there, there are different waves of immigration that went actually came more from mainland Europe uh, that seemed to have more of an influence on the style um, than just like uh, the Navy going out and then all of a sudden coming back to then one particular county in England to develop a wrestling style. It just doesn't quite make sense. Uh, at least that that experience or that uh, that theory just doesn't. It really falls apart pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, it was something that evolved over over time, and so that's why we have we have in England still have different regional uh, wrestling styles. But catch as catch can, ultimately, it does mean that you start neutral. You don't touch the person. You're not touching the person. So the other styles had a specific starting position, not catch wrestling. So you weren't you were neutral, just like matches today, like boxing matches, MMA, wrestling. You're not touching. And then when the referee blows the whistle, then you can you can grab the person or you can touch each other, uh, but there's no set way. So that's why you can catch as catch can. It's not like it's not like a lot. Of, and then nowadays, a lot of people say, "Oh, submit them any way you can." That's that's not the way people were thinking back in the day. So that that's why a lot of times uh, nowadays you you get this uh, misunderstanding of catch wrestling itself. Right. So, so you see, like, I can give you the example of uh, Greco Roman, right? You can't really, and even judo, but so modern judo, you can't grab the legs, right? Um, and again, like Greco, also, it's like upper body throws and stuff like that. So, um, 
that's what separates it from other grappling styles or that's what makes it unique but again catch wrestling you could grab a leg and and quite often one of the ways people won in really early uh catch wrestling matches what was that like they would dive in grab the legs and then so basically dive in see if they could get a double right not necessarily like what you see uh, where it's like a knee over toe right but you actually grab and then you just basically fall over to see if you can't uh, land on top of the person and they're pinned under you uh that was con that that w what i read was like that if you could just dive in like that you could win a lot of matches that way uh without submitting them right but you could grab or you know grab the legs which was illegal in different styles so that's again that's what makes catch wrestling again its own style its own unique way of doing things so that's kind of what i'm talking about all right so let's get back to your response as it makes sense I'm passably literate in French, and I can grasp more Spanish writing than I could when I only knew English, right? Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, uh, so, like, so in a way, I think you're kind of uh, so you, you started with the certain base, you know, your base language, and then when you try to incorporate uh, other languages, then it, in a way, it's almost kind of like. A, uh someone doing different training in different styles right but they might have still have a, a base language that they, they they that shapes their worldview right so this would be the same idea with regards to this style the specific style of catch as catch can wrestling or lancashire wrestling and then again that's why it was often called lancashire wrestling because it was very unique and characteristic of something that evolved in that region. It wasn't called British wrestling or you know, national wrestling or anything like that because there are other wrestling styles that evolved in on those islands, right? The in the United Kingdom, right? Um so um so there. So hopefully that I think that, that kind of answered your question, right? So yeah, the more languages you learn. Uh, the more of a grasp you can get, but you might still have like a foundational language that you fall back to, right? So that's uh, the catch wrestling. Um, so I feel like that's it's that way for me um, personally. Um, and um, so yeah, so that's why I try. That's what I try to show you on the on this channel as well. Big pressure jujitsu. When did chokeholds enter the style? So chokeholds were kind of um, part, a little bit of the the style where. Um, so like I said earlier, where uh, you know hundreds of years ago, you'll have matches where again people were still trying to pin, um, but sometimes they were even allowing like kicks, like strikes, like punching and stuff were never really part, really ever part of uh, catch wrestling, but sometimes. Uh, you can you could try to do like a like maybe like a guillotine choke as if someone was trying as they were trying to dive in and uh, grab your legs and throw you over, um, but like it's actually quite early on in the 1800s uh, they try to standardize the style a little bit so they could um, uh, kind of have it reach more people uh, throughout England, and so uh, so that's basically when the chokes were barred. Um, so you have people nowadays talking about like, uh, oh, jokes were always uh, a part of it. It wasn't quite like that. Um, and also, uh, like 
one of the things that annoys me is like they try to misquote uh, Frank Gotch. So again, you have to realize that humans have always been grappling and fighting like all over the world. So Frank Gotch did like a grappling tournament. And you have to know that there were several styles of grappling that were in existence in the United States at the time. So uh, Frank, he wanted to do a match and he won a tournament. Uh, this is before he met his his main coach that taught him how to be actually like excellent, right? So he was he was doing whatever kind of grappling and wrestling matches that were in coming around in his area, and uh, one didn't bar chokes, and it wasn't necessarily a catch wrestling match. It wasn't it wasn't it was just a tournament, right? So that's why um, he actually stated later, and this is in uh, one of his books or not his book, but it was one of the. Uh, one of Mike Chapman's books that has this quote where uh, uh, basically Frank Gotch says like, "Oh, I did. I want to. I want to match by a choke, but um, you know, it, uh, there was no. Basically, there's no honor in that. I don't have it exactly uh, the way he says it, but basically, he was saying like, this was before I learned the code of catch wrestling from Farmer Burns, right? And then what you see, and again." All these other, even this book, as they were talking about, we're talking about uh, the life's work of Farmer Burns. I think on right on the back. I think it's the back page. Yeah, rules of wrestling. Rule one: either opponent may may press his arm against the antagonist's neck or face. So you can do like a chancery position, but rule two: stranglehold, barred. Right. So when is this? When was this uh, printed? And again, this this was already after uh, the the he had met. Oh, copyright nineteen eleven by Martin Burns. All right. So again, there were several different types of of grappling styles in existence around the world, but also even within the United States. Um, so you that's why I said like you'll kind of go back to different styles, um, and like we had several types of like grappling uh competitions all the time so just like just like nowadays we have different, but now it's kind of it's kind of changed where it's like you pretty much just have like jujitsu competitions whether it's ibjjf or or but there's all different types of uh nogi and uh, different types of comp like nogi companies and this and that so um it could have been a little a little bit different where back in those days you had a wider variety of competitions going on and so, like one of the times that uh, when when uh, Frank Gotch and Farmer Burns actually met, I think the rules were: it's like, how long can you last against Farmer Burns, right? And so it wasn't necessarily like, um, um, uh, like we're like, like we're going to pin you or submit you or anything like that. It was like, can you last a certain time limit? without getting pinned basically. And, and that was the idea without getting pinned. Um, because again, even in, in Farmer Burns book, he's not talking about submission so much, he's, but he's always talking about pinning someone. And um, actually I think that, that was one of the lessons I was gonna uh, talk about today, but I wanted to talk about that Aoki Nakashima match cause it just happened. So I, I kind of uh, bumped the whole thing, that, that topic uh, maybe for next week, right? Unless something, uh, something else kind of happens, right? So uh, keep that up for next week because 
the, the, what I want to talk about next week, or what I what, what I originally want to talk about today was Farmer Burns' whole idea, where a lot of times his the way of training and stuff like that was was training people to pin others, and like so we can talk more about that later. Uh, so let's see. Uh, let me read a couple of these. Jumpy killer QX. Were people afraid to go to sleep back then? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but uh, let me see. I would think holding leg locks too long would have been seen as dirty, especially when considering the medicine of the day. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure about that, but I know that choking was actually considered a sign of being a lower level wrestler, right? So, because again, it doesn't take, and the way they saw it was also was that it wasn't like a very skilled technique to just try to choke somebody. And then we have uh, Earl Caddick in the, in his interview, uh, when they were asking him about how he was helping train, um, army army soldiers um and he was saying the way you can tell like who's gr who's green right or who's like a beginner is like they're trying to choke everybody right so that's um uh, that's the way it was looked at right so because again the pin was really valued right at that time you really wanted to throw someone over onto their back so again like you could guillotine choke somebody and it, it was seen as like, maybe you got lucky, right? Um, so again, that's that's not the way people seem to see it nowadays. Uh, and those type of people seem to be screaming the loudest when they try to criticize catch wrestling. But um, catch wrestling, again, like like the point that uh, Sword Tune kind of brought up and we kind of talked about it, where it's like it, it catch wrestling is its own style. And this is the way people saw things um, at that time. And like the way this is the way all the old timers like including billy robinson roy wood uh billy wicks uh dick cardinal that's the way they continued to view um the way wrestling should be done right so that's why we're gonna keep real wrestling alive in that way uh so we're gonna keep to the rules like i just read when i just read you right um Dollar Bill, what do you think of how Eric Paulson combines catch and jujitsu to form CSW? Um, I I would uh, consider consider that kind of like its own thing. So then, uh, yeah, I, I I believe Eric has been a long, very long time jujitsu practitioner. Uh, it's so it seemed more like that. So it seemed more like jujitsu to me ultimately. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Um, all right. Any other questions? Keep on asking. Uh, you're free to ask. Um, but yeah, so did you guys like the Aoki fight, the Aoki Nakashima fight? Uh, it really was only that one round and pretty much was only about those, <laughs> those couple minutes, uh, that I showed you earlier. Um, it was just a little bit longer than that because of course they had to start separated right? and then they, then they got closer, right. And then, uh, Nakashima threw a couple punches and Aoki slipped them, was able to get the, 
get behind him. He got what we call sometimes, sometimes you can call it like top right or basically like a figure four leg hold around uh, one of Nakashima's legs and then uh, kind of jumped onto the back, ultimately uh, converted it to that uh, body triangle. And once Nakashima um, was holding the wrist for a little while, but once Nakashima let go of the wrist control, it was pretty much all over because Aoki then was able to convert that to that face lock that he ended up winning with. All right. So hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Keep on asking questions if you want. Uh, I'll still be here for a couple more minutes. Uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed that, that fight. I don't know if anybody's going to be watching the UFC tonight. I believe what Connor's fighting tonight. Um, who knew? Actually, we did a study, a few videos with um, uh, with the the judo black belt Emmanuel that uh, is often in my videos. Uh, so we did like four videos about the Khabib versus Dustin Poirier match. Uh, so I don't know if you guys, if any of you guys saw that, right? Um, you can kind of look at how how I kind of view. Uh, Dustin Poirier's wrestling. Um, I don't know. Is anybody? Um, I'd be open to hear um, anybody's like uh, arguments for or against any of the any of the fighters. Because um, uh, if it be, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it seems like um, uh, Connor would probably be more of a boxing or try to keep it striking and. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I, I, I just don't think that that much of Poirier's uh, wrestling. He had he had too many problems with Khabib, and it doesn't necessarily mean that um, um, Khabib isn't so great that you know he would he wouldn't give anybody problems. But there was a lot of uh, basic defense things that Poirier wasn't doing. So then that's why I feel like. Um, it was a. I, I don't. I don't. I think he'll probably lose tonight <laughs> because of a lot of these kind of grappling fundamentals, right? So then, if he can outstrike Connor, uh, then yeah, he has a better chance of winning, right? So I think that's my my take on it, right? But I'm not. Um, I'm not too enthusiastic about like Poirier's chances of winning. Okay, so I think maybe if no one's going to ask any more questions, then uh, we'll just we'll go ahead and end it here. And then uh, next week we'll go ahead and talk about more about uh, some of the Farmer Burns things. And also, too, we're going to start uh, a series, hopefully, of uh, Farmer Burns moves. Because that's the other thing I see, like where people, I think there was some jujitsu memes where they were trying to make fun of catch wrestling. Uh, this past week, I think I'd seen them before, or maybe someone has done something similar, but they either recirculated again uh, this this week where uh, they're trying to show these old pictures um, and, you know, of, of moves, like so even some of them were from her Burns moves, and they're trying to say like, oh, look at this stuff doesn't work and whatever, whatnot, All right? So what they usually say, right? But... Um, I kind of wanted to start showing people that yes, these they they do work, but a lot of times like they're instructional, so they like they weren't posed in a way 
where it would be done realistically. They're kind of posed in a way uh, to kind of show you what's going on underneath, like, like you know, during the actual wrestling. Uh, so kind of like next week we're going to be doing a breakdown of one of those, and we're going to show the pictures um, from Farmer Burns instructionals. So, um, yeah, let me know um, like what, if there's anything. So some of you guys have seen or you've mentioned uh, some of the old some of the old uh, books or whatever just let us know if there's like some move that you'd like to like know what it what really is going on right so it'd be kind of like um like seeing some hieroglyphs and then like and if you don't have any wrestling background then you might not know what's going on so that's kind of what we want to do is kind of like show uh, what these moves are and um and show that they're realistic and they're practical so that's coming up next week um in the meantime you're free to um become a member of this channel. We have a bunch of, uh, of, of videos that are behind the, like behind the paywall, right? So for any of the members, uh, there are a bunch of cool stuff. You can also, if you want to learn catch wrestling and if you're not in LA, then we have the online academy, CWA Academy that you can go through our, our website to check out. Um, yeah, yeah, I appreciate you guys watching. And uh, keep asking questions, and um, you know, thank you for watching again. All right, so we'll see you next time.